Welcome to the Latin Wealth Podcast, a podcast dedicated to educating the Latino community about entrepreneurship, investing, and business. What's going on, Latin Wealth family? Welcome to another episode to Wealth Wednesday. Excited about the topics we're going to be jumping into today. First off, Tyler Perry has halted an $800 million studio expansion in his hometown of Atlanta, Georgia, due to some AI advancements. All right. So we're going to be looking into why he he halted his studio expansion. If you guys don't know, he has a massive production studio in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm not even sure how big it is, but it's like he's got like Hollywood over there in his backyard in Jason Atlanta. It's like crazy. And he yeah, and he he's halted the expansion of, of the studio because of AI. And later on in the episode, we're actually going to talk about the technology that is making Tyler Perry reconsider some things when it comes to his studio. Um, so, yeah, we're going to jump into that today. Very interesting topic. I'm excited about this because anytime we talk about new technology and how it's going to affect the workforce, how it's going to affect, um, you know, creatives and so forth and so forth, this stuff that, you know, really interests me. Uh, with that being said, another Wealth Wednesday episode out today, hosted by the Latin Wealth family. Glad that you guys are here. Quick, quick, quick shout out. Next week, we're going to have a very, very special guest on the podcast, Wealth Wednesday. So make sure you guys are tapped into next Wednesday's episode. It's going to be a dope episode. Um, and as always, if you can share this with one other person that needs to hear Latin Wealth, that would mean the world to us. Our brother Jeremiah, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Um, you know, I always love the tech. So if it's like, if it's money, right? If it's like stock related, money, finance related, and tech, yeah. I'm all over. So yeah, all we're looking at, these, looking at these stories, and I'm excited. Yep, absolutely. So with that being said, I think we should start with actually the technology that has recently come out, and then we'll go into Tyler Perry. I think we'll tie it in nicely doing that. So the technologies that we're talking about is called Sora, right? Sora is basically a new text to video technology. And um, man, it, it's pretty phenomenal it's of its capability and what it can do. Sora basically is an AI, AI model that can create realistic and imaginative themes from text instruction. All right, what all that means in a nutshell is just picture this in your mind. And I think throughout this, this video, if you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify, I would encourage you to go over to YouTube because I'm going to throw in some of the videos that we're going to be talking about in this podcast. All right. So go over to YouTube, check this video or check this podcast out. Uh, in a nutshell, what you can do is you can type out a descriptive sentence or some instructions and Sora will convert your description or whatever that you typed out into a video and it's not just any other video it's like a realistic video that you can type out so very interesting stuff and uh, it's crazy because ai has really came a long way in a short amount of time um less than a year ago there was an ai video of will smith eating spaghetti that went super viral and if you you think about like will smith eating spaghetti created by ai it's probably exactly what you think it is. It's bizarre. It's weird. It's funky. It's kind of pixelated and whatnot. 
Uh, but it went viral because somebody was able to make that video using AI. And we'll we'll play that video as we're talking about it here. And uh, but Sora has quickly changed that, right? So with Sora, if you go to the Sora website, or again, we'll put the video up here, you can put in different prompts and it's gonna create a video specifically on the prompt that you give it. So perfect example, I'm gonna read this prompt. If you go over to YouTube again, we're gonna play it. The prompt is a movie trailer featuring the adventures of a 30 year old spaceman wearing a red wool knitted motorcycle helmet. I'm not gonna read the rest of it, but you can get super descriptive. And as you can see on the screen, um, man, it looks phenomenal, looks real, looks like, like I showed these videos to my wife and she thought it was like a, a scene from a movie or something like that, right? right? So. I say all that to say, you know, we're going to talk about how this technology is going to affect business owners, especially in the video space um, and so forth and so forth. Jeremiah, I'm curious, what, what did you think when you first seen Sora when it when it came out? Exactly what Tyler Perry thought, that the music and film industry were definitely or um, industries that are in the creative space. Right, that they're possibly in, that they were in trouble, and they've been speaking about this for for a long time. I think that when you have the strikes that were going on by the actors and by the writers and these type of things, this is the type of stuff that they're talking about. Um, and probably for the last two or three months, you've seen the government; they're trying the SEC and all these. They're trying to put rules in place to help control AI. Um, I think they're going to fail at the attempt. You can't control something; it's already out of the box now. I, there's no way for you to control that. There's been a lot of we've seen scams with deep fakes and stuff like that. And so as we look at this, you're going to have to, I mean, either adapt or or kind of get rolled over in a sense. Right. Like prompt engineering. I think we talked about it last year, one of our earlier episodes. But I was talking about how important prompt engineering was going to become. And so the people that are actually able to be as descriptive as possible and, and get these softwares or get these technologies to produce what it is that they're saying those people are going to be paid very handsomely because as you can think about it, like I can create a whole entire movie. I mean, right now, Sora is, mm -hmm. no, it's a minute, but they'll get it to where it can be expansive and you can just talk and create the text and then it'll instantly just go and create the movie. Right. And so, I don't know, I can see entire movie theaters. I mean, movie, excuse me, movie, movie studios, mm -hmm. which is Tyler Perry to talk about in a minute, but movie studios, that will be kind of put out of place. Right. Because you need the movie studios usually to build out these elaborate um, backdrops, right? The environments, all this stuff, the movies that you love, the Marvel, all these different things, you need a movie studio to do it or computer imagery, right? Like on a green screen. Mm -hmm. So I think you're gonna see the game completely change. You'll see people that can create their own movies and imagine them putting it on YouTube and getting you know, a billion views and they make yeah. the money when a movie would make. And so I think you're gonna start to see some shifts in the entertainment industry for sure. Yeah, and it's it's not far fetched to think that, right? Because as I the reason why I brought up the Will Smith video eating the spaghetti or whatever is because that was just less than a year ago that that went viral, and less than a year later, now you're able to type in a description of something crazy like a thirty year old man wearing a red wool knitted helmet, and it'll create it'll create it for you in a way that it looks like it's a scene from a movie. So like you said, Jeremiah, I can't even imagine 
two to three years from now, what is going mm-hmm. to transpire, right? And it, it, it's interesting that you brought up the SEC putting in some regulation for this technology. What type of things do you think they're going to try to put into play for um, something like Sora? I mean, Hollywood is very convincing, right? Hollywood has lobbyists just like uh, I think Hollywood is probably third to tech in big pharma as far as having the lobbyists and getting these people in here to make some rules and things. And so I think that you'll start to see the money from the media giants because they'll be losing millions to billions of dollars on movies and stuff. So you start to see the lobbyists start to get in there and and force them to kind of cut down on this, um, you know, this technology. But I think it's going to take too much time, essentially. I think they'll try to do it. They'll get some laws that will come in and say, hey, um, you can only use it for five minutes or whatever, right? They'll try to cut it down. You don't want to have censorship, but they'll try to limit it. But by that time, it'll be too, it'll be expansive. It's already, right, it's, it's gone out of control. So you can't put it back in the box once it's outside of the box. Plus, let's talk about the tech companies like NVIDIA that is, you know, getting $220 billion in a day from this AI technology, right? Microsoft who freaking overtook Apple as the number one market cap. So, you got two different sides to this, like two different sides fighting, like, hey, leave it alone, leave it uncensored, let it grow so we can keep you know, selling these chips and the software keeps growing and we keep making money, which is still good for the government because you guys tax us. And so I think you're going to start to see a war almost between the tech or software companies and the, the creatives, uh, media companies. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And it's interesting because you brought up earlier the deep fake videos. And if you guys don't know what deep fake is, it's basically uh, people using AI to recreate voices in different videos. We, we mentioned it's basically people scamming, right? So they'll make videos of, I don't know why I decided, Donald Trump, but Donald Trump, uh, other big people, uh, I think it was Steve Harvey we talked Steve about, Harvey. where he, he's come, Steve Harvey, The Rock, they're coming on here, well-known faces, well-known names. And they're recreating their voices and they're saying, hey, click the link in the bio to get $6,000. And they're really trying to scam you, right? Mm-hmm. So if this technology is able to create whatever you want it to, just imagine the capabilities and the scams that are going to be going on out there with, you know, uh, this technology getting in the hands of the wrong people. So, and for me, the, the craziest part of all this is this is the worst the technology is going to be. And what I mean by that, it's only going to get better every day. Right. So like right. I said, like we're saying in two to three years, you're going to see the first AI generated movie created, maybe even sooner than that. I think it'll be within the next six to nine months. Yeah. Cause, uh, open AI is probably already, they're already working on that. Right. And I think that, um, I'm not going to get too deep in it. I'll just say, I think that, I think that we talked about this, but I think that meta open AI, I, I think that there's some, some very strong um, stuff that's working on behind the scenes. And I think you're going to see a lot of stuff that you never thought would be possible. Some exclusive content type stuff. And yeah, I, I can see some things kind of working in the past um, and kind of working together, right. Culminating. And sadly, of course, not to mm-hmm. mix anything, but I think Apple, I think Apple missed out on that because <laughs> they were <laughs> they were too bullying people. But no, man, I, I definitely think within the next six to nine months, you're going to see AI generated movies. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. So 
if you guys are wondering, again, you can go to openai.com backslash Sora if you want to see all the videos. We'll put a couple of videos in this podcast. Um, but there hasn't been a date set yet on when this will be made public um, or what the limitations are going to be when they put it out. So far as the videos have only been generated by OpenAI staff and they've yeah. only been shared by them. And it's interesting because I was even reading another article where there is some people in the company that didn't even know that this was coming out. Like this was kind of kept secret between a small group of individuals and just boom, here we are. <laughs> Which makes sense, right? You want to try to keep it controlled. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure a part of these trials and the stuff that's going on, I'm sure they had to make the, I don't know 100%, but I'm sure they had to let the government know to a certain degree if it's going to be marketable, if they're, if they're going to charge off of it. So I think you're, you know, if anything, if it's if it's able to be censored, I think this is the time to do it because when it's first starting off, mm -hmm. you kind of can stuff it back, kind of, you know, pull it back and be like, hey, only this. But once it's fully out and it goes public, it's impossible. You'll never be able to, mm -hmm. you know, you can't, you can't erase everything off the Internet now. It's it's it just doesn't happen. So. Yeah, it does, it does not happen. And so Tyler Perry, as we mentioned multiple times, he was expanding his studio in Atlanta, $800 million studio expansion. And after seeing this technology, he halted everything. He said, hold on, we, we need to figure some stuff out, right? Um, and there was an article where he even mentioned that somebody told him about this about a year ago. He's known about this. And it wasn't until that he's seen the technology that he was like, wow. Like just just in shock and awe of what it can do. And he's thinking more of obviously uh, on, on the business side of it, where a lot of people he feels like are going to lose their jobs. Mm -hmm. Right. He thinks it's going to be a major game changer as he's thinking like it's going to. The, the fraction that takes to pilot a, a TV show or yeah. a movie or something like that, that may cost 20 million, 30 million dollars. Yeah. You can cut that by a lot by using this type of technology and along the way unfortunately there's going to be people that are going to lose their jobs so man it's it's very interesting that he you know he holds what, does he, say? what, what does he say what does that say that he knew about it a year ago what does that say to you i mean to me it says a lot to me i mean it says that the people have been working on it obviously Right. It's, you right. know, it's people, I, we spoke about it a couple of times recently. Like these big corporations are playing chess. They're playing five, 10 moves ahead. So we just seen this technology come out. What was the beginning of this month? They're already yeah. thinking down the line of what it's going to do. And you mentioned like there, there could be some exclusive content and some other crazy things that, you know, could happen, but they're definitely playing chess. And you got to realize when stuff comes out, that's not their, that's not their trump card. That's not all that they have. They're they're thinking like A B C D moves that they can do off of what they just put out. If that, if that makes sense, right? You got to follow the money, you know. And I tell people this all the time. People try to figure out, well, how do you know? Because we'll like somebody wrote me or whatever, and they were like, hey, so when you're sitting breaking this stuff down, they watch the show. They're like, bro, how do you draw these conclusions? I'm like, you got to follow the money. So if Mark Zuckerberg, Elon, and Bill Gates, right? Or, you know, Balmer or whoever at Microsoft, right? If they're if they're putting money into open AI, mm -hmm. right? 
And then you keep seeing these steps and it's like everything's culminating to where the, all those groups work together. What do you think? It's like if it's a duck and it quacks, it's, it's a duck, right? So you got to follow the money. Like people that invest together, they sit and they have masterminds and they talk about ideas that to us sound like, you know, otherworldly, but to them, it's it's just a normal everyday normal basis, thing. Right? Yeah. Because think about it, you know, Elon and them put in on the neural link. That's that's functional now. I saw a guy. You see, I, we've all seen the video, right? With the gentleman, the young guy, um, and he's the guy gave him a, an equation, and he scans the the internet for the answer, and it comes and it goes in his brain. This stuff is realistic mm-hmm. stuff that you never thought. And so just imagine if Tyler Perry heard about this a year ago, they had been working on it already for three or four years. Mm-hmm. So the for version sure. that you get now is already, it's not beta. Oh. Like it's already, <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? And that's just yeah. what they release. And they're already probably three or four years ahead in the future. So mm-hmm. it's just something to think about. Yeah. I think what's also interesting is some of these Hollywood studios, I, I think they are thinking like, what Tyler Perry thought a year ago. Oh, it's, you know, I, I don't know if it's going to be a big deal and, and whatnot. Like I, I'm reading some of these articles and some of these studios are literally like basically saying in a nutshell, it's not going to affect them that much. Right. There's even uh, uh, an article that said, said that said, even if Hollywood wanted to use AI content today, that content created by AI cannot be copyrighted. So therefore they feel like it won't affect them. Well, I mean, let's let's say this. How descriptive do you have to be to create a movie out of AI? Very descriptive. Right. So what skill set does that? Well, it, it depends on how complex the movie is. You can I'm sure you can make a movie. I agree. I mean, but that's I mean, even though that's relative, right? That's kind of subjective, it's kind of like where are we at in technology? What do we want to see? Right. Like how far are we in movies? Right. To the point to where you could and I'm going to give you an example. You could watch a Marvel movie from the beginning of the 2000s, like Hulk Mm -hmm. from like 2002, 2003. And it looks trashy. Right. You're like, dang, when you were watching that movie back then, it was great. It was groundbreaking. It was was great. Right. Jurassic Park, stuff like like stuff that just looks really bad now. But like for the time, it was great. And so that's what I'm saying. Now, when you get to this point, how far ahead are we to say like you're going to be having to be very descriptive. I don't know if there's a lot of people that could take the time to actually like text to, or like voice to video mm-hmm. to be that descriptive. I don't think there's very many people out there that could do that. I'm just going to be honest. They might be able to make a five, 10 minute, right? But to make a full hour and a half complex plot, like, I don't know. I, I'm not saying it's not out there. I'm saying that. And I'm not saying that this isn't going to happen. I'm just saying that there's an elite group of people that can create those prompts. That's that's not a common thing. So I don't think they have to worry so much from common people. I think it's more like there's a design group or there's a group of people that's already been preparing to do this to where they could com- completely remove right the movie theaters and the money that would be allocated towards them. And this these entities could keep that money for themselves. That's what I'm saying. I can agree with that because people are already doing that now. There's not a huge group of yeah. people that are doing it, but people are making AI generated videos yeah. on YouTube. And now True. they're not like Sora, but they're AI generated pictures and whatnot. And they're putting True. voiceovers on it and they're making whole 10 minute long videos. 
like you said, I mean, there's not a huge group of people. It's doing not a huge that. amount, right? And it's not. Think about um, think about people that they use ChatGPT. I mean, how that, that was kind of like the thing to do when they people about it, but people still don't fully they haven't fully understand it. Encompass like this potential, yeah, right? They're not they're not fully using it. So it's like you can't even. We're not even creating contracts or like I like you know there's people still doing the hard way for that so it, I think it's going to take time for um adaptation by the general public but that like mm-hmm. I said that's not the problem the problem is these you know the tech companies that have people mm-hmm. that are programmers or coders and they can get that descriptive because that's literally their job like that's what they mm-hmm. do on a normal basis because think about it if I had a, if I had someone, if I hired someone, if I was Facebook, right? I hired somebody from Nintendo or PlayStation who code and create games, right? Create these games, which are super intense, super descriptive. Yeah. And then I, I taught them how to use what they did writing in the code to speak that way. Okay, now I've created this movie and I don't need Warner Brothers. I don't need Paramount anymore, right? So that's what I'm saying, stuff like that. that mm-hmm. I think that's more what you're going to have to worry about. Interesting. So to recap, um, what what can people, what would you give to advice to people out there? So we're not fear mongering and we're not like, hey, mm-hmm. at, at, every time people talk about AI, they always want to bring up, you're, you're going to lose your job. <laughs> they always bring that up. So I think one of the things I'd suggest is, you said it earlier, is figure out a way to adapt, figure out a way yeah. to integrate it into what you're doing, right? If it even affects your industry. Like for me, like for us, I can definitely see how we can potentially use this for podcasting in the future. Sure. Um, you know, I use, uh, what is it, OpenAI for, you know, some of the content that I use as well. So, um, again, AI is definitely going to be a tool that you can utilize, right? And I think we got to always remember that. I think that, like I said, learn how to prompt engineer, man. You can create, there'll be literally like, um, industries created or jobs created by people that know how to create stuff. Like if you can be descriptive, then that puts you in a very high position because not everyone's brain works that way to be able to express or convey what it is that they're thinking and then create that via the mechanism, right? So I would mm-hmm. say learn how to prompt engineer, learn how to describe, learn how to be descriptive in your language, learn how to speak in a certain way. So those things that's the way to go i think like literally i did a video on instagram highlight a year ago and i was like prompt engineers are going to be the new um computer software developers that'll be the new people like people that can go in and they can just talk and they can create whatever it is out of their brain they can create whatever it is in any form that's going to be the new people because they'll be able to do anything they'll be able to create videos they'll be able to be able to create content be able to create um you know documents or whatever so that's what I would say. Learn to learn to adapt. Definitely learn to adapt. Jobs are always going to be lost and always going to be created as well. You look always. at history, always, right? I'm sure there was a. I don't know why I decided this, but like the the dude on on the horse that was picking up people and all that. Like I'm sure that job was lost and now was replaced by you know cars and now Uber and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but my point is, you know, jobs are always be, you know, created. So. Very, very interesting. Definitely wanted to hit on this. Um, Again, check out this technology for yourself. Go look up Sora, S-O-R-A, YouTube. Go to the website. 
and uh, or watch the video of this podcast and you'll check out some of the capabilities of this technology. Also, when you check it out, look at the prompts as well, because you'll see some of these videos and you're like, what is this? this like, what's going on? It's a weird video. But the, the thing that's interesting is if you read the prompt, it, the video is being created or Sora is creating exactly what the prompt is saying. So just keep that in mind. Love it. Um, anything else before we head out of here on this episode? Like we said, next week we're going to have a dope guest on Wealth Wednesday. Uh, anything else, Jeremiah? No, if you see you see these things, you see these technologies that are linked to this, um, I always tell people, let's be practical. Um, people are always looking to make money, looking to create incomes. We're talking about jobs being lost. Well, if you see that software or technology is being created, then you got to go to the root of that and see how you can make money with it. Right? Video is one example. That's not going to stop. They'll keep running up. But, you know, who actually makes, what are the materials that make up the chips? Who else makes chips? TSMC makes chips. So just like... It, it take you know what I mean? Like take us a little bit of strategic thinking and, and looking in and saying, okay, if this technology is going to keep going and maybe I'll have a job or I won't have a job, I need to make sure that my investments or my money is going to be able to grow, that I got money coming. So let me figure out how I can make money utilizing either these tools or, you know, the stocks. I need to be looking at the next up and coming. Mm-hmm. 100%. Love it. Great advice. Um, as always, share this episode with one other person that needs to hear the Latin Wealth platform. And uh, we appreciate everybody listening. And as always, we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Yeah.